Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to the Master Your Mindset podcast. I feel like it has been a minute. Like, I feel like it has been a minute since I have sat down and recorded an episode. And to be honest, it's because it's it's facts. Uh, it has been a minute. The last podcast that I actually recorded, the last episode that I actually recorded was back in the end of... April when I was in New Zealand and whilst these episodes have been coming out consistently every single week that was the last episode that I recorded and that is because I was then going to my job and I was not going to have any time to record any podcast so I had to do a bulk recording of episodes so that I could put out a podcast episode every single week. So here we are and I thought that I would start with a quick update. If you have been following me on Instagram, you will know or you'll have an idea of what's been going on in my life. I've had a massive change. Actually, you do know from based on these last episodes, but I left yachting. I was in yachting for eight years and I left and the reason being is because I have now gone full-time into my mindset coaching career which feels so good. It feels so good to be here finally. It feels like a long time coming. Both Nate and I left yachting so he was in yachting for four years. I was in yachting for eight years and it just feels like the right move and we've just been having so much fun. We had a few days in Barcelona and then we headed back here home to where Nate is from in South Africa and we have a big year ahead of travel, of personal travel because whilst it looks like you do travel a lot on yachts and that can be true, there's only so much you can see from the laundry window, right? So we are going to be in South Africa for a little bit longer and then we're going to be heading to Bali. I think we cut the time that we're going to be in Bali down and we're only going to be there for a month now. Then we'll be heading to New Zealand. Then we have a family holiday in Thailand. Then we're coming back to South Africa because Nate turns 30. And then I will be heading back to New Zealand in between because I actually can't be in South Africa for, you know, over three months at a time or something like that. So we are actually heading back to South Africa mid-October and we do need to be here for December and January because we've got some weddings to attend. So I can't actually be here for that long. So I'm going to go home to New Zealand um, around November time and Nate might come with me. We're still not sure about that part yet. And yeah, it's it's quite the perfect time because I won't miss some of the big things going on there with my family and friends in November. And then that takes us through till next year and we'll plan it all again next year. So we do plan on traveling, but we don't plan on traveling in the way of like holidays. So going one week here, one week there, or two weeks here, two weeks there. We want to stay in these places for at least a month so we can at least settle a little bit, get our routine with working and yeah. So that's kind of what's going on within our life in terms of travel at the moment And then we have been home for a little bit here in South Africa. So we've signed up to the gym, which has been really, really good. It's been really good to move our body again and just have that place to go to where they have machines and they have the strength room and they have, they literally have everything, all the classes and everything. So that has been so much fun coming off the boat where you've just got to make do with what you can and what, you know, what you've got. And when you're at sea, you know, you're going up and down with that rolling motion and it's like... Yeah, it's, it's a whole thing. So it's been really, really good there. I have 
been feeling really quite under the weather recently and it's kind of as soon as we came back and you know what your girl your girl just hasn't seen a proper winter for eight years and look I've been telling Nate I feel like yachting made me soft I used to be hard and I used to be like I can handle these things and it's fine but now I'm just like a little wimp that's like I hate winter (laughs) it's it's real. I laugh now, but um, it's real. And you know what? It's fine. It's not like I actually hate winter. There are so many amazing things about winter. And even some of you replied to one of my polls on Instagram saying that you were a winter baby, which (laughs) I don't get, but fine. But there are some amazing things about winter. Like if you look around at the moment, because it's been raining so much, it is so beautiful and green. Like everywhere is green and it's just given a chance for, you know, the water tanks to fill up and the gardens to look beautiful. And I'm sure there are other other amazing reasons about winter too. So that's a brief little explanation of my life and a little update of what's been going on and what's to come. And now it's time to introduce today's topic to you. So today I wanted to talk about, you know, a few steps to get you that much closer to your goals. It only makes sense because we're halfway through the year now, you know, we are a few days into July and it only makes sense to do a revision, reassess where you're at, see what direction you want to move forward into and just really smash the last half of this year. I feel like a lot of people get to this point of the year and, you know, maybe in the beginning they had all of their goals set out and they had all of their steps that they needed to take, but you just sometimes fall off the train. So I think it's a really good mid-year reset reminder to see where we're going, have a little bit of a reflection and this podcast episode is really going to leave you with direction. You're going to feel really good afterwards. I'm hoping you'll feel a little fired up. I'm hoping you get your creative juices flowing to either revisit your goals that you had already made or make some new goals. So that's what this episode is about. Let's get started. Welcome to the Master Your Mindset podcast. This is a space where I will be sharing my learnings, opinions, and own experiences in the world of mindset growth and personal evolution. My aim is to guide you towards seeing the potential of having your wildest dreams and breaking it down to actually help you reach those desires. It's time to break away from society's rules and board your rocket on a one-way trip to the moon. Buckle in. Okay, so I actually have six steps here that I want to share with you. And it is, the process is going to be really, really simple. You're going to be like, okay, that was really simple. But sometimes we need that reminder. So first step being simply figure it out. Let's get clarity on our goals. Let's understand. So if you're someone who already has made goals previously in the year or you're working on your goals from last year, whatever it might look like, let's reassess them. Let's look at them. Do they feel aligned in our life anymore? Because believe it or not, you don't have to continue with goals that you set at the start of the year that just doesn't actually feel aligned anymore. We're human. We live live our life. So if they don't feel aligned anymore, feel free to make some new ones or slightly change them up or you know maybe you've already conquered those goals already maybe you need to just add to it maybe you need to add more or change it up right so 
Figuring it out is going to be your first step. And if you are someone who actually doesn't have goals and you're just trying to get your foot in the door, you just want to start it out, I want you to start thinking about the different areas in your life. So don't get too overwhelmed with this process, but simply just take your wheel of life. And like I said, I'm getting really simple and and this is there's a reason why we need this reminder because sometimes we just forget the simple things in life and how simple it truly can be. So take your wheel of life and look at each category of your life and just see what feels good, what doesn't feel good, what do you want to work on, what do, what's like completely fine and you don't need to work on that at all, it's doing so well, right? Let's just get clarity, figure it out, figure out what you actually want your goals to be and they can be big goals, they can be small goals, they can be middle goals, whatever it is. You don't have to have these huge goals of I want to buy that million dollar house or, you know, I want... I don't know what it might be, but you you don't have to have really big goals in life. It can be smaller goals. It doesn't matter. And it can be a shorter timeline. It doesn't have to be, you know, in six months time. It can be in three months time. It can be in one month time. It just depends the way you like it, like how you want it to go. So that would be step number one. Step number two is creating a timeline and breaking it down. So when you create a timeline for it, we're going to look at the goal that we've now just created. So for example, my goal might be to own my own house in five years time or by five years time. That's my time. Okay, cool. That's, that's fun. So now let's look at breaking it down. This is the fun part. I love breaking it down because it's actually the part where you can see in front of you the steps that you can take that you are creating. It's all you that is actually going to show you that it's possible for you instead of just like having the goal and then just going about it. It's, you know, when you actually break it down, you have such, you've created such a beautiful direction for yourself. So breaking it down, if I want to own my house in five years time, right? What does it look like? How long would it take for me to put a deposit down? Maybe that deposit is going to be $100,000 and I want to put that down in two years time, right? Two years time and then that deposit's down. I have the house and then I'm working towards the mortgage. This is such an example, by the way. This isn't my actual goals. So then we're breaking it down even further. Okay, in our two-year plan, we want to somehow have been or put a hundred dollar deposit down. Okay, so now we've got two years to figure out how we're going to make the money in in getting that deposit. So this is where I will come down to if I need one hundred thousand dollars in two years time, I need fifty thousand dollars in one year. Okay, so now we're breaking it down even further. In one year I need to create or generate fifty thousand dollars somehow. Cool. Let's break it down even further. Let's go to six months. In six months time, I need to give myself $25,000. I need to have that in an account somewhere, $25,000, because that is working towards my deposit for my house that I'm going to own in five years time. Okay. So $25,000. If we break that down even further, that's in six months time. What are the action steps I can take right now to 
get myself to be having $25,000 in my bank for six months time. Maybe that be you are going to invest in a financial advisor to help you. So maybe you need to go and open up a bank account. Maybe you already know that you're not going to have that money in your bank in six months time because you know you do your budgets, you do your finances, you understand exactly what's going on. Maybe you are that step ahead. But maybe that means you need to go and look for other jobs, get creative. Maybe you need a weekend job. Maybe you need to just figure out different ways. I mean, there are so many ways and this is getting off on a tangent. We're actually talking about the goals, but for this goal specifically and for the examples, there are so many ways that you can create money and get money in your life, right? You can freaking ask for money if you want from someone that will give you money and if the next person doesn't say yes, then go to the next person. If, if you really want this, you can have this. This is what I mean. But then also, I mean, if you were to go to your wardrobe and look at how many clothes you had in your wardrobe, you could probably sell a few of those. And if you did that online and sold each piece for $50 and, you know, you have te- you have sold 10 pieces of clothing, then that's already $250, right? I'm hoping my math is right. <laughs> I was not the brightest um, academic student at school, but I'm sure that's right. If you sell 10 pieces of clothing for $50, that's $250, right? That you didn't have before. That's $250 that you didn't have before, right? So then that can go into that bank account, savings account that you have just opened because your financial advisor has advised you (laughs) to open this bank account. And then, you know, maybe you, there are so many ways. Maybe you're really, really good at dancing. Maybe you could give dance lessons to, you know, kids in the weekends. Maybe you're really, really good at math. Maybe you go do math lessons for kids and, you know, you get paid for that. Be a freaking babysitter. There are so many options. You've just got to open your mind up to the possibilities and the options. Look at your passions, start at your passions and then go where could I create money from this? Maybe you're an artist. Go and make calendars and sell them at the start of the year or just create drawings and pictures and go sell them online. Like there are options. The other options are that I can see right now is to sort out your priorities. Are you someone who goes to party every weekend and you spend $500 out of the clubs every weekend? And you know, like that is saving in itself. Sort your priorities out. What do you actually value in life? What is important to you right now? Because sometimes you have to sacrifice for what you want in the long term. But the thing is, this is where we go wrong. Sometimes I see is that we don't sacrifice Yes, we can still value going out and drinking and partying and buying brunch every weekend and spending all this money in the weekend and, you know, whatever it is, going out for dinner at night. We can value that, but it's also, do we actually value our long-term goal enough? Do we actually value that? Because if not, then you're on the right track. Go keep doing all of those things. But if you actually really, truly want to, you know, achieve this goal that you're setting for yourself in buying this house then you should value that too. And you should check your priorities. You should check yourself. So each of these steps that I've mentioned, the going to seek out a financial advisor, the opening up the bank account, you know, the selling your clothes online, each of these can be a step, 
right? So this is coming into the next step, which is actually taking the aligned action. So I kind of actually put those into one. But step number two was create a timeline and break it down. Step number three is taking aligned action. That is step number three. So yeah, we've talked about that. We've talked about the steps that you need to take. And then I want to move into step number four now, which is reflecting and celebrating yourself for these steps. So often I see people just doing these actual steps, but not realizing that that's actually a big fucking deal. Like it's a big deal when you actually take aligned action, but sometimes you don't even realize that you're taking aligned action. So I want to create a practice. I think the step would be to create a practice, whether it be at nighttime and you're just looking at your day or whether it be at the end of the week or at the end of the month, whatever feels good for you, looking at everything that you've done, any actions that you've taken, um, especially if they're aligned actions and celebrating yourself for that. They could be the smallest actions, but you need to celebrate yourself for that because you know what? If you don't, and I see this so often, so often I see this, if you don't celebrate yourself, you don't see that as a step that you've taken towards your goals. You don't feel like you're already a few steps ahead towards the goal in the long term. So people often get overwhelmed because they're like, how am I ever going to start this? But they don't actually realize that they have already started, but they haven't celebrated themselves for taking those actions or for doing the things or taking the risks. Even the smallest, even if it was like you booked in for a tarot reading and you know you wanted to see what the cards had to say, of course, this is on brand for me, spiritual tarot reading, all of the things, but you booked in for a tarot reading and you wanted to see what the card said and the card said similar things or you know you take whatever the card said that is an action towards your life because that is a form of you trying to help yourself help improve yourself help get you a step further closer to your dreams your desires your goals whatever word you like to use so already in itself you are taking an action and i do i say i say this but i see this so often where people don't even realize how far they are already So when we actually take some time to reflect and look back at any actions we took or we didn't take, you know, we want to celebrate for the ones that we did. We want to celebrate ourselves and the celebration could look like anything. It could be a freaking little dance. It could be taking yourself out on coffee date and reflecting on the action that you take and reflecting on, you know, that step that you've taken to get a step further to your goal right? And maybe you want to start thinking about the next step, you know? Celebration could be a full-on a full-on dance, you know? It could be you calling your friend and telling your friend exactly what you did and that you're proud of yourself, right? But celebrating yourself is so important. It's such an important step in getting a step closer to your goals. And it is a step in itself. Let's just say that. It's a step in itself. So celebrating yourself is crucial. We want to make sure. And that takes me into step number five. Step number five is be an energetic match to your desires. I love talking about energetics and being the energetic match to yourself because this is when, well, all of it is manifestation, but this is a crucial part in manifestation. It comes over to the spiritual side of things, right? So when we are taking aligned action, we could be anywhere on the scale of consciousness, but sometimes when we don't even realize we're just at this neutral point, we're just at this neutral point. We're just taking action, just carrying on, whatever, keep going. Yeah, cool. Ooh, 
But when we celebrate ourselves, that is when we're like raising our vibration. That's when we're coming up here into joy, into happiness, into love, into all of these feelings. And if you know me, you know I talk about this all the time. You want to become an energetic match to what you desire because like attracts like, if you've read The Secret, you've seen The Secret, like attracts like. It's part of the law of attraction, right? It's literally the first rule of the law of attraction. Like attracts like, and when you are, your vibration is raised and it is up here, then you will attract in those situations, right? And this is when we start to see possibilities, opportunities, clarity, the next step that you need to take, right? So, Becoming an energetic match that is pretty much exactly the same as celebrating yourself, right? Also, what I want to add in here is that you can do this visualization process if you want to. I always like to, when I have my goals, when I have my desires in mind and I have this life that I've visioned out for myself, often I like to do a future visualization meditation and I like to just vision my life. Because that is you feeling into the feelings of already having that thing. So that is also crucial. That is you actually becoming the energetic match to what you want because you're feeling. It's, if I side note here, your goals, your dreams, the things that you want in life, it's never really about the thing. It's always about the feeling. It's always about the feeling which might feel like success. It might feel like accomplishment. It might feel like achievement. You know, it's always about the feeling. So when you actually put into your brain and you're visualizing what it is that you want, you're actually already starting to feel in your body and in your mind those feelings of what it would be like if you already had that thing. So that is literally (laughs) the meaning of becoming an energetic match to your desires. And the more you do that, the more you're already creating those feelings inside you, the more you've already kind of won. Because without knowing... It's actually the feelings that you wanted. And now that you're giving yourself those feelings every single day, you've kind of already got it. Does that make sense? I love it. I love it. And then the last step, number six, would be just to purely have fun in life. So this is one that my coach tells me often. And I mean, I think I have fun in my life, but at the same time, you can get so narrow vision. You can get such narrow vision towards your goals that all you're doing is taking aligned action. That's all you're doing. But literally that's all you're doing. So you're not actually doing anything else to go out and have fun and be with friends and do the things that you love and find your passions and whatever it might be. Because you're so fixated and focused on this this you you need to have the goals, but you need to release the expectations. Right? That's a whole other story. But That is essentially what I'm saying. Like you need to go out and you need to have fun. Go have the wine. Go for the brunch with your friends. Go, and this might sound like I'm contradicting myself with before when I was saying, you know, prioritize what what needs to be done properly. Like what you need to actually have in your life, what you want to have in your life versus what do you actually not value that much, but you're still doing it. So if you do value going out to brunch with your friends, that is a crucial step in this, having fun in life, because it means that whilst you're waiting and working towards your goals and your dreams, you're still having fun in life. What's the point in having goals and desires if you're miserable, if the journey to them is miserable? That is not what we want at all. So that is step number six. 
And I think that's the end of this podcast episode. I do know that I have been talking about this specific topic for like nonstop a week now, but it makes sense. We're halfway through the year. It's a good time to have a reset, have a little bit of kick up the bum. If you've heard me talk about this one, two, three, four, five times even, and you still haven't done anything, this is your last sign. Maybe not last. I'll probably still talk about this a lot, but this is your sign to go and actually do this. Not for me. I don't care. I'm working towards my goals. Do it for you. This is all for you because you deserve your desires. You deserve everything that you desire. Okay? So this is me giving you a little nudge to go and work and do the processes and do the steps to get yourself closer to your desires. And that is all for me today, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I don't know what happened, but thank you for listening. You know where to find me. Please, if you have any takeaways from this episode, send me a DM over on Instagram. I honestly love hearing your feedback. When I get DMs from you and it's feedback from the podcast or it's like what you loved about it or what you're trying to challenge me on, maybe I said something that you don't quite agree with, I welcome it all. I love it. I love it so much. So send me a message over on Instagram, what you're thinking, what your takeaways are, what you loved about the episode. And I can't wait to see you over there. I will see you all next week.